Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. Was it last uh, afternoon? Well, we were supposed to, but uh, we postponed it until October. Uh, it was unfortunate, but we just didn't get enough enough kids to sign up. And I got to be honest with you, there was uh, some serious backlash from the parents. They were very upset. Backlash? What for? Bold as fuck bat, badass bulldog. Huh? They, okay. Um, they Interesting. Yeah, they didn't enjoy that. Um. So I, I'm actually like, I don't know. I'm not sure like how that moves forward, expansion packs, distribution, what that actually looks like whenever you get the uh whenever you actually have to put a a number like on the is it 13 plus, is it 10 plus? What type of game does it end up becoming? As a result of that, I got I'm telling you like the parents were not excited about that at all. Um, why not just take those cards off? We did. We did. Oh, okay. But what they're saying though is like, well, we can't, the card shop is like, well, we can't carry that card. It's not going to come back on V friends. It's going to come back on us. And I'm like, that's a good point. That's a really good point. So, yeah, so we didn't do it, but we are going to set up a, uh, we're going to set up a table at their, their 30 year anniversary and do a like how to play type of thing. So we're still going to do it. It's going to be a little bit different. We're going to tiptoe our way into it and see what happens just with VFriends proper. But yeah, we took those cards out. We still made the decks and uh, we still gave them out to a bunch of kids. And uh, we played a little bit yesterday, but it wasn't like the tournament style like I thought we were going to. But it was still fun. You know what? Um, that's, a, again, you know, that's unfortunate, but... Um you think that um, they themselves must have thought of something, you know? Um, because, yeah, it is... Um, unfortunately, some of those cards have it. But at the same time, I guess, like, come on. Are you telling me kids don't hear that in school? And uh, come on. You know, it's just a game. I get it, but yeah. still. <laughs> hey, you and me both. I So I come from a pretty rural, conservative area, and... I was talking with the card shop and they were like, listen, we don't care. Obviously, like we, we don't, we don't care at all, but a lot of the parents, they do care. And that's, uh, that's something that I was like, man, I, I didn't even think about it in that respect because I just don't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me, Yeah, but yeah, but I appreciate you asking and, uh, it didn't happen. So we're going to postpone <laughs> it until October, and we're going to just do it a little bit differently. We're going to tiptoe our way into it more than uh, just like a how to play. So I'll, I don't know. Did you see the um, Ty Schmidt 
Did you see him? He's like the he's kind of the card guru from 137. He does a show called uh Card Card Talk. No, I did not. He's like the ambassador now, for, well I don't want to say now, but he's an ambassador for V Friends cards and uh he's over in London. And what he did was he set up a table where he's on one side so he'd be a player. And then the the person who comes up to the booth would be another player, and he's just kind of playing. And then he's got two little um, card tables where he can sell cards there. So I think that that's that layout will work for sort of what I'm going to do in October. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Have you ever listened to that show, Card Talk? No, I have not. Do you, um, do you get into cards like other than V Friends cards? Have you been into cards before or? Is this sort of like your your only your only game that you're into? Um, so way back, obviously, just like a lot of people, Pokemon was basically my uh, in with cards. Um, but it's it's been a long time since I've started collecting cards again. So this kind of feels like that, where you know, um, there's like the base set, and I, I see there's a lot of potential there. Um, the one thing that Pokemon did not, I would say, necessarily iron up was the gameplay with the cards. Um, uh, VFriend does seem to get something right with this, and and the fact that they, uh, you know, hired a consultant to get this gameplay um, kind of shows that they're not here just to milk some money and that's about it. Like they actually care about it, um, and I feel like the teaser about the uh, prototype card is very interesting because I think that takes a game to another level. Um, and the fact that also, you know, Gary mentioned that scenes matter and stuff like that. I think it all eventually pay, plays out. Um, like for example, you know, I could totally see them having like a graveyard um, card, which is like, Oh, you can bring it back, you know, something amazing. Absolutely. Um, right. So that one, I, I didn't put the rainbow planet, you know, uh, two and two to, to, together, but that one's a pretty neat one. Um, yeah, I'm just going down with uh, all these uh, different scenes, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff they can do. Um, and right now, everyone's obviously crazy about the high-scoring cards. I know for a fact that they're going to have something where the uh, character with 50 is probably going to be the highest. You know, they're going to have different sets they're gonna of rules. It. They're going to flip it. Yeah, exactly. Just mm -hmm. flip it all. Um, which makes, you know, the rares of those characters where people are just selling them and trading them for 20, 30 bucks, like that becomes a lot more, um, you know, interesting, uh, the arbitrage for that. So if there's someone out there hunting for these, uh, lower tier rares and very rares, I think they're going to be really happy. Uh, it's going to play out eventually. It's not going to happen in the next little while, but, um, yeah, they can do a lot of stuff. So. Those background cards will be interesting, and just following your suit. Have you ever played Magic, Magic the Gathering? No, I don't think so. So they have a lot of cards like that, where you can bring things back from the graveyard. You can take a peek at your top three cards in your deck. Um, you can take, you can look at your other, you can look at your opponent's cards and get rid of one of their cards. Like you can just exile it completely. So imagine being able to take a peek at the top three cards and exile. Let's say that the top three cards, one of them's a spec and you can exile their spec. That's, oh man, that's, that's insane. massive. That's insane. Like I, I just think about what I, what we saw last night. Were you watching the stream last night with courage? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely. And what we saw with Lee taking out, um, taking out the Heart Trooper epic, I just thought that that was yeah. like just insane. The insanity with that one is, I think it happened to him twice, right? Someone TTT'd on his end a couple of times, and it backfired. Like, yeah. what are the odds of that happening? Uh, but like you said, with Magic, um, now that you know, you mentioned about those rules about peeking about you know three cards in eliminating some of the best ones potentially from a deck um i think there that makes it so much more interesting um now what they'll have to do is find the right balance because it's easy to have all these things and then make it really complicated which right now it's simple enough that you know after a few rounds people get get the hang of it mm -hmm. um but I think if you have like an insanely stacked deck with all of these backgrounds, then that becomes really unfair. So I wonder how they're going to go about that. Um, I feel like those are going to be the extension packs where um, it's going to be like the tier one cores. You know, it's going to be insanely difficult to find them and people are going to find them and buy it. It's, it's going to have a premium for sure. Um, I think someone was asking about the uh, prototype card and what significance that has. Um, because I think Corsa got one for 300. I know that um, someone sold one for 800. Um, but I, I do think that people who probably hold on to this one, uh, let's say a year from now, I think get an automatic entry in the next, you know, the round two of the tournament. I think that would be pretty cool. That's like because your ticket. Yeah, that's your golden ticket, right? Um, and I think that's the kind of thing that you'd reward someone who's patient enough to hold on. Um, <laughs> the thing that shocked me the most was Gary had this whole spiel on, like, please don't sell the card. You know, like, I understand everyone has, um, you know, different scenarios. And if you need the quick cash, I get it. But please don't sell it. And the night of, like, you know, two well, of them just get sold. As soon as we I was like, got what? it. As soon as we got it, it got listed on eBay. I know it's it's crazy. I couldn't um, like Jeremy bought it within five minutes of somebody receiving it. It went up on eBay and it was purchased like within five. Oh minutes. my god! Because uh, because Maha wanted one and I was like, well, I bet somebody already listed it. So I went on eBay and I was like, yep, there's one. And then before I could buy it, it already sold. And I was like, Jesus, how much was that? Five fifty five. It was a steal. I was just going to snag it. That. I think I mean, again, in, in card, my opinion, but <laughs> don't get me wrong. I that's think, expensive. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, I think that card. I think anything less than fifteen hundred is a, a steal. You know, um, I, I understand some people. They, they were saying that hey, you know, uh, even if it's three hundred, eight hundred, it's it's good. And I'm like, yeah, but there were only fifty two of them. Um, and this is some someone educated me on the fact that a prototype has a lot more value in the uh, sports card, you know, arena, if anything. Um, I thought that if they didn't have the prototype written on it, it would probably be a better, um, uh, it would have more value, but apparently the fact that it does have prototype means a lot more. It means a so, ton more. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's like a card that will never be run again. You can't reproduce it. Uh, it's just... It's just one of a kind. It's one of a kind, and it was slabbed. The whole thing, it's premium. I, I loved it. I love the idea. It gives you a glimpse as to what they're thinking about. So then it gives us an opportunity to like really 
oh man, could you imagine? Could you imagine? It, it, it's, yeah. it makes our imaginations run wild. But to your point too, it could get out of hand quickly. If you don't, A, like if you don't cap the amount of cards that you can have in your deck, if you don't cap the amount of cards that can be, we'll call them sorcery cards or background cards, um, just like you have rarity points, you're going to have background points. You would have to. And then you would have to have a limit to the deck itself. You just can't have 100 cards in your deck and then whatever. And I'm interested to know, too, like, can you just play it? Can you just, like, if it pulls up, can you put it to the side and play it whenever you want to? Sort of how that all works out. Yeah, I think it would be... So, right from the get-go, when I saw the uh, rules for the tournament, I thought that, you know what... I would have preferred if you could have stacked the deck the way you wanted to. You know, I think that's more strategic as to are you going to be top heavy? Are you going to be bottom heavy? Are you going to um, plan it accordingly, um, according to the fact that, hey, you know, if the first two cards, I know I'm going to go for skill and those are going to be 25s and someone else is going to do the same. Um, we're going to have a lot of tie points set aside. And that's when I use my TTT, the third card. You know, like I thought that strategically made more sense. Um, I, I like the fact that it's shuffled, but again, the issue with the shuffling is that there is a, you know, I think people are saying 33% element of luck in it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the luck element, uh, because it kind of shows you with, um, how the final went down, you know, like the semifinal was amazing. I think that's what a final should have been is the fact that, you know, when they went through 20 cards, they had to reshuffle and then they played again. Um, but the final, like. It was unfortunate for Thought Wrong that even if he had the cards, you know, up in there, like, I think that would have been more fun. Um, the fact that Rahul basically just had the luck and he became champion, uh, obviously nothing to take away from him. But I think stacking it the way you want it to um, would be more interesting. Um, so you, and liked, I think, uh, and, you like Jason's, so you like Jason's uh, tournament, the way that he was able to, you you were allowed to stack however you wanted to. I liked that, but I did not like the fact that oh you you gotta have like twenty I, I forget what the maximum points 2000. allocated were allowed. Two thousand. Yeah, I think the fact that I had to do a lot of math. I think preferably I wouldn't have done that. Um, there, there are other ways of obviously going around it, but um, I like the fact that yeah you can stack it the way you wanted to. Um, because strategically you're like, Hey, the first three cards, I'm going to have my lowest scoring ones because the other guy or gal, you know, on the other end is going to feel like, you know, it's more victory. Like, you know, in the <laughs> beginning they they get to have this high and then it completely crashes yeah. down. Right. So that's how I stacked my deck. Whenever I played in that tournament was I let up a bunch of points at the beginning and then I ran my rares like in a row and then the the little dude his name was the killer he uh he ended up like staggering his more and some of his rares beat my rares so like that that plan didn't work at all i got i think i lost by like three or something like that so like it wasn't bad it wasn't a terrible match but it was still like oh man that's it was tough it was tough um and, but you had to have what twenty? I think it was twenty nine cards, two thousand points. But you could stack your deck however you wanted to. And I realized that night 
that I could stack my deck how I wanted to. So that I was like, right. son of a bitch. This was it was like thirty minutes before uh, before we actually played, and I'm like, oh yeah, you can stack yeah. your deck however you want to. I'm like, what? Jeez, I should have just <laughs> shuffled it. I probably would have done better. So anyhow, whatever. Um, <laughs> how have you been enjoying the uh, the gameplay as it stands now? Now that we have uh, a rule set and some, I guess parameters, we'll say preliminary parameters. What do you think about it? I think for the most part, um, they have it ironed out, I think. The one thing that I'm, I guess, a little iffy about is having the gift vote not counting for any priority points. I think that's where I kind of draw the line. I understand what they're trying to do, but I feel that that should count for at least one. You know, let's just say, because now you're basically saying that it's a $1,000 card. A gift vote's not cheap. So the fact that if you know you have that automatically, that's uh, an advantage because at seventy four, I think it has two twenty fives and one twenty four. Yep. So with that, I think it's a that should cat. count for at least one. Yeah, it's a black cat. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I think aside from that, <laughs> I think I made a, a couple of mistakes of selling the ant. I, back in the day, I had the core ant and the rare ant. Um, I think that would have been a, a really good addition in my deck. Thank you um, for the rare ant. <laughs> no, I was going to say, <laughs> the timing <laughs> of it was just amazing, right? <laughs> I, I um, was like, so to back up on that, I want to just yeah. go into that story just for, just for a second. So you do this game with Courage called Flips. And if anybody's not familiar with Flips, like the next time there's a buy-in, buy into it. Because it's the, the least expensive way that I have found to like get a decent set of cards uh, not even a set just a decent card and you always put like really nice cards in there and there's always really cool prizes one of the times that i bought into it there was a rare accountable ant and i was coming back from jujitsu and i'm watching the stream i mean i was listening to the stream anyhow the stream was on um as i was driving and uh i i hear like all the names being called and everybody's getting their turn to flip and I'm I'm text messaging Courage. I'm like, hey, man, it's like coming up on the second round of people, and I didn't get a chance to pick yet. And I didn't hear from them. So I'm like, man, I'm like screwed here. I Like, I'm not going to get the pick. So finally, I end up getting home. I'm still watching the stream, and I'm texting him. I texted him again. I'm not like blowing up his phone, but I texted him again, and I'm like, I'm like, Courage, did, did you get me? Like, what what is going on right now? He's like, oh my God, I forgot. Let me, you're up right now. You're up right now. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then I picked, and my very, the very first one that I pick is the rare accountable ant. And I went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but I was sweating bullets the whole time. I'm like, and on the back end, I'm like, holy shit, I'm not even going to get a chance at this. And I paid and all this stuff. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I appreciate what you've done um, on that stream as well with that new game uh, with flips, and then you can trade in the card. It's like there's a lot of cool elements to it, so if uh, if you're listening to this, you're obviously into the cards, jump into that the next time that you see it available because it is it is a really fun time. Yeah, and that's basically been the goal. You know, um, Josh and I were um, riffing off of each other, and um, we thought that the best way to kind of bring more value and bring more people into the community would be having these low buy-ins, um, 
And the thing is, it's easy to have low buy-ins with okay cards, and that's not the goal. The goal is to have good cards. Um, ideally, I'd want to have better cards, but it's just the way it is, right? Um, but the, the premise had to be that it has to be a tier one, had to have like uh, very rare or rares um, and high scoring ones, um, especially with you know the national coming up in the tournament. Um, it just made more sense to stack like 70 plus um, cards in there. Um, there were lots of people who you know got back to me and said, "Oh, I've never had this card, so I'm I'm really happy and grateful." And I'm like, "That's that's a perfect thing. That's basically what I want to hear." Um, because the last thing I want is someone buys in for 30 bucks, they get a card that maybe they don't value it at like, let's say 30, it's probably 10, 15, and then they already have that. Um, that's a stupid and shitty feeling. Um, so at least with cards that I feel that might not have the $30 value, um, I'm going to have like those trade options. I'm going to have five cores, 15% off, or, um, just something else like, you know, I've been brainstorming and I want to get more um, with Joanne's caramels, which are amazing. You know, I had them for the first time uh, when I was at the national. I just kept popping them. Like, I just couldn't stop. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I do regret is not grabbing a bag from her. Um, but we talked about it and I think that incorporating her stuff in it uh, automatically has more value in it. Um, so the, the premise ha had to be give more than you take. Um, and with that, like, again, um, not financial advice, but by the looks of it, you know, just looking at patterns, I've only done this twice, but someone who's bought five spots, which is the maximum you can buy has ended up winning massively. Like let's just take AT for an example. Like he got the core pig, mm -hmm. he got two rares and then two like high scoring cores. Um, but that basically happened with both rounds. You know, he he um, partook in the first one and the second one, and he won out pretty big. Um, someone, you know, like Mark um, D, who's basically based out in Toronto, he bought one spot in the first one, and then I think he bought two of them in the second round. Um, after the first round, he was like, you know, he messaged out of me. He's like, ah, you know, I paid 30 bucks. I got a shitty core. And I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, if round two doesn't work out, I'm going to try and do something to make you know, it worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and in the second round, he basically got a core fox, I mean, a rare fox. And he's like, man, this is awesome. It just worked out. So I think that's that's the beauty of it. Like, I think Josh has been really, really good with, um, you know, putting it out there um, and being really gracious enough to host me with these. Um, I think I don't take it for granted one second. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what else he has in, in the plans. Um, uh, this tournament itself, like it's, it's been so much fun. Um, you get to see more people, you get to interact with a lot more folks that you haven't. Um, and yeah, honestly, it's, I, I'm excited to see what else comes about. Yeah. I am also very excited about the tournament because it gives you, it gives us another option to, and, and another opportunity rather to see more gameplay. And I think that's really what it comes back to is we need to see more gameplay and being able to watch one another play and see how things work out, how you attack certain, uh, if you attack stamina, whatever, whatever first, whatever last, how you're going to play it. Um, you're starting to see some, uh, some thought processes 
kind of permeate one another and people are getting more comfortable with the cards definitely more comfortable with the gameplay so the games are going a little quick quicker um i like i just i like the flow of things right now so it was really important for us to get more gameplay involved um so i'm really appreciative of that and in order to play the game you need cards so it's a cool way you're you're feeding into that as well so we're all like this is what this is what it's about. Like everybody is like putting forward their thing so it can, it can help us all. And I appreciate that a ton. You want to play a game? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Let me, <laughs> I've uh, got all the cards. All right. Let me get my, uh, my little setup here and uh, we'll, we'll jump into it. Wait. Yeah, I have, um, I'm just going to use my, my uh, phone to call into call into the meeting here, but I think I actually need to. I gotta send it to myself real quick. I see annoying part about some of this stuff is like I for, I forget to like call into the meeting on on a different phone or or something like that, and it takes forever to get it set up. So <laughs> just give me one sec. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah, I I would do the same. Actually, I keep forgetting. Um, but that's uh, what you have over here. It's also pretty cool. You know, the fact that you're having these gameplay um, strategy conversations on. You know, basically the bottom line is you don't need a stacked deck for actually winning things, um, and that kind of shows um, with the stuff you've uh, posted already. Um, that, you know, I think it was against David that you beat his, I think it was a black cat or something like that. Yeah. Um, yep. With a, with it, a, uh, crazy. I think it was my epic alligator or crocodile, right? Uh, crocodile. Yeah. yeah that's one clever crocodile. Um, yeah. If I, <laughs> I got to say though, if he would have had a core, I don't think it goes the whole way. And that's what I said yeah. in my tutorial as well is like, he thought he was going to win for sure. And this is the same thing that happened to Jeremy too. He thought for sure he was going to win the, uh, the total score because of um, just because of what he had. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of the game um, is the fact that, you know, I think thought wrong, <laughs> especially in the first night, he was talking about the fact that um, I have a tell, but also on top of that, um, he was saying, he was commentating, he was like, oh, you know, that's the wrong move, that's the right one, that's what he should have done. Um, yeah. I think yesterday, Jeremy had a couple where I think, like, he kind of messed up, and, uh, but th besides that, you know, uh, he won the first one, and um, unfortunately, lost the second one, but, but Lee was pretty lucky in that sense, um, where the TDD backfired, and yeah. Yeah, that was um <laughs> man, that, that match a couple of the matches last night were like super intense, I felt like. I felt like they got oh, yeah. pretty crazy last night. All right, give me one sec. Yeah, all good. Yeah, like the um there was a tie on a TTT. That was crazy. Never we've not seen that before. Yeah. Um, there was a TTT defense, obviously, we just talked about. 
There was just a there were a few things that happened last night that I was just like, man, this is pretty wild. Yeah. Um that's what I'm so excited about. Um seeing, you know, what kind of cards people have, how they stack it, or um what characters they think they can they can win with. Because I think um this was like the first stream um when Josh had a skill skeleton. Um, which is the only thing, the only perfect score it has um, in it was the skill. skill. Mm -hmm. um, it has a perfect 25 for skill, but everything else was like 20 or something yeah. really low. Um, so the fact that, you know, he, with a skill skeleton, won a couple of rounds, I was kind of shocked initially. Um, but I guess that's just how the game plays and how you play poker, right? Um, how you play mind games and stuff. Uh, I think that's fascinating to me. I've never played it, so um, I'm still trying to figure that stuff out. Oh, you've never played poker? Never played poker. I haven't honestly taken the time out to see which of my cards have, um, let's say, more 25s, 24s, or whatever the case is. Like, I have not gone down that rabbit hole. Um, I'm just playing it, for, you know, fun, basically. And right. I think playing it in the moment... Um, because it's it's easy to have a lot of things uh, playing in your mind. Um, I think you kind of have to see what points are on the table um, and how you want to go about it. Um, and so I'm learning with every game that I'm playing. Um, before the tournament started, actually, I only had one practice game, and that was it. Um, oh, so what? Yeah, it was just one practice <laughs> oh, game. My goodness. Um, obviously. Yeah, I was watching the streams and I was trying to get a grasp of like how things are going to play out. But um, so I played uh, Atomic, who had like you know oh, first thing is like jeez, he had like all slab cards, and I'm like, okay, I'm playing this guy, and yeah. I think I know. I've seen these kind of slabs before, so I put two and two together, and I was like, wait, he's Atomic, obviously. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to have a really stacked deck. Um, but I made a few mistakes. But the good thing was that I still had, I think, we went through like 12 or 13 cards or something like that. So even with an okay deck, I kind of went pretty far with it. Um, obviously, it would have been nice if I kind of made it to the next round because um, I, I learned from a couple of mistakes that I'd made uh, on the go. But um, this tournament with uh, Josh, you know, um, it's it's been really really fun. Um, I think Sam and I had a really good matchup. Um, we went through like half a deck, and then um, with uh, John Carney, it went fifteen cards in. Um, so I think I'm kind of getting a grasp of it. Um, yeah, I, I haven't um, gone to a place where I can completely move past two or three rounds yet. Um, but I think I'm slowly I'm learning and I'm I'm trying to figure things out. All right, well, let's try and figure things out again here. All right, call, <laughs> no, let's go. Call heads or tails. The attack is heads. The blank is tails. Heads. It is tails. You go. <laughs> so I will be on the attack first. I will attack skill. I accept. 25. 25. Nice. This is my new addition to my deck this week. Nice. Yeah, I picked this up That's... from a dude in Europe. 
<laughs> so well, I've been waiting a week, <laughs> almost two weeks for that card. <laughs> Crazy. All right, your attack. No, I think it's still with oh, you wait, because wait, that was that a tie, was a, right? That was a tie. So uh, let me see. It's skill, one to the middle, and yeah. I'm going to go attack skill again. I accept. 23. 25. Good job. Yeah, 25. All right, so Sweet. you got two, and now it's your attack. Awesome. I I challenge uh, Aura. I accept. 24. 24. Nice. Cool. All right. So aura, one to the middle. Next card. You retain the attack. I challenge aura. I decline. I challenge stamina. Decline skill. Decline total seventy two. Ninety one. Nice. Sweet. So you take one of each. What was your skill anyhow? Uh skill uh was twenty five. So I was hoping you'd go with skill and then I would get skill bit. Yeah. yeah, I had to minimize damage there. I had to. <laughs> yeah. <That was laughs> so tough. now you're the attack. Yep. I attack Skill. I accept. 24. 24. Nice. <laughs> Same, Same one. <laughs> uh, skill, one to the middle. I challenge Aura. I decline. I challenge skill. I accept. 25. What are the odds? <laughs> is, that, is that a rare? That's a, a very rare. Oh, that's a nice card. Yeah. Very nice card. All right, so uh, two skill to the middle. Wow. Oh, okay. It's a big one over there. Big one over there. I challenge... Stamina. I accept. 24. 25. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So nice. One stamina, and I'll take those three. You finally get to attack. Because <laughs> we had tied <laughs> three in a row. Uh I challenge uh, Aura. I accept. 25. 23. All right. Nice. Take the attack back. I challenge Stamina.
I decline and I challenge Aura. Decline, challenge skill. Except 25. 25. <laughs> nice. All right, so that's three. Three. That's a big boy. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, I, I'm on the attack. Yep. I challenge stamina. Stamina's a red one, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, hmm. I should put yours. So you can actually see. So you can see how many I, have. I, I accept. <laughs> you, you accept on stamina? Yeah, 24. 25. <laughs> Whew. Nice. It's a big pile. <laughs> Stamina. Yep. All right. Whew. I will take this opportunity. Go for it. Mm. I challenge uh, stamina. I decline. I'll call TTT. Nice. 89. Eight, yes! 89. Let's go! Actually, I got 89. 89. Yeah, you win. And, yes. I, and I use my TTT. <laughs> you get one of each. See, I think, I really think, and I keep saying this every time somebody defends, I think you should be able to steal something from me. I think you should be able to steal one of these tokens from me. Yeah. I think that would be more like, interesting as well. Because I got six right here. So the next point on here wins. So you just, you take one of those. That would put you then, at five. You know, like, then we're even. We're totally even then. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that, uh, I think it's something to be, something there. Every time somebody does it, I'm like, every time there, there's a defense, I'm like, yeah, you should do that. You should, we should make this rule. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, let's go. I challenge Aura. I accept 25. A 24. Yes. I challenge Aura. Decline. Challenge stamina. I accept. 24. 24. Nice. All right. So two stamina. Mm. I challenge uh, stamina. A decline. I challenge skill. I accept. 
25. Ooh. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you take. Ooh. I think it's two skills. Yeah. And then whatever. Yeah. Is in the tie pile. Ooh. So you got what a six, game. Yeah. You got six there. You got four there and four. Yeah. You got four aura, six skill, and four stamina. It's a game. It's a game. And you still have your TTT. I know. I was the thing is my black cat is the TTT. So uh, the fact that, you know, my gameplay with that is actually trying to get the most out of the TTT. So m the mistake I've made in the last two rounds, whether it's the uh, Josh's tournament is that I challenge um like let's say skill or and someone accepts it and that's been my downfall because that ends up with a tie. Yeah. So I think I've got to be more strategic and just call TTT and like just take one point instead of tying it yeah no i th i think that's a good good idea oh the attack still with me no i think it's you oh, right yeah now it's me yeah yeah all right i attack skill i decline and i go i challenge aura i'll accept 24 24 all right, so two Oof. two aura. Attack stays here. All right, I challenge aura. Mm. I decline and use TTT. Oh, man. I was going to go either really wrong or really right. 89. 91. <laughs> I knew it. So I was like, two, I had to take the gamble. Two defenses, though. Crazy. Which means you won this game, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. I just won. <laughs> Yo. That, that was... That's nuts. <laughs> my thing was so i know you have the epic crocodile right yeah he's um, a, he's and my thing is like hey this has to go my way in the sense like i'm close to winning you're close to winning i have to take the gamble if it's a core um because the ones that i had with uh stamina or and skill like they're 23 and 24 so my odds of like 23 getting that in my head because I technically would have lost anyways, you know, if you just accepted, I think the elephant has 225s, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. 24, 25. Yeah, 25. And so I could not have won this one, even if, you know, we went to skill and you just accepted skill. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think this was a lose-lose for me in, in this card, in this scenario, but yeah. it was an epic game. All right. Epic sh game. Shuffle them back up. Shuffle them back up. If you have time. Oh, let's do it. Okay. I'd be happy to. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, the crocodile was the next card. Nice. <laughs> so I had the... <laughs> yeah, I had the crocodile, the admiral, the ant, and then the alien. That's what was nice. That's what was coming up. Hmm. I think um, the other interesting thing was I think Rahul shared a little bit of alpha, which I think maybe I didn't think about initially, which makes a lot of sense. While people are stacking, let's say, 
like I've gone about it, which is I have six rarity cards, which is one very rare and five rares. I think he's gone the opposite approach and he has basically gone with four very rares and one rare. Um, and I think that's a that's a good way of going about it because nine out of ten times you're gonna win on those very rares, right? Yes. Um, so with that being said, stacking it that way makes a lot of sense. Now the question is, do you have high scoring very rares? Yeah, if you don't, then it's it's that's a tough that's a tough cookie right there. Yeah. Because you gotta that's, you gotta play those Yeah. Yeah. It it was just fascinating because I think right before the tournament, I got a chance to talk to him outside. And he was saying that I've got something very different than what people are playing with. And that's just the way how I go about it. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what he, how he goes about it. So who was um, that again? The fact that he shared that the Alpha. Sorry? Who was it? Oh, the champion. Oh, Raul. Raul. Yeah. Yeah. I played him. Um, I played him second round. Tough. Oof. Tough. I had him on the ropes, though. I had six. I think I had six aura. It was a tight game. It was a real tight game, but he ended up getting me. Yeah. That's what I keep hearing is the fact that he basically had two close games. I think one was with you, and the other one was with Seacrest. These ones come up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, that he could have been eliminated, and he, yeah. Um, that's why I feel like there has to be a way of negating luck. Now, that's, I think, the takeaway from this tournament. That's how I would have gone about it, is if I was part of the defense team, how do you take care of luck being not part of it? I mean, having a, a, an element of luck would be nice, um, but not having it at 33%. I think maybe, like, let's say 15% or 20%. Um, and I think maybe with those uh, extension packs, that's maybe how they get rid of luck. Yeah, because say. that's, I mean, that's how the, the games, all the TCG games are. As you shuffle your deck and you go for it. All right, call heads or tails? Tails. Probably going to be heads, isn't it? Ah, tails. Okay, tails. awesome. You're up. All right. Uh, I'll challenge Aura. Decline. Skill. Uh, decline. Stamina. Decline. Total. 71. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that Gratitude Gorilla is a tough one to play for me. Yeah, the Gorilla... Well, this one was the Ape, but um, what's the Gorilla at? 72, oh, okay. 73? Or yeah. is it 71 as well? I think, it's, uh, I think it's a 71, but it's got a 23 attribute. Right. And then my... Attack. Yeah, this one also has a 23 in skill. It's the same thing. Yeah. So my goal is like to stay away from skill and go to stamina. And then I hope that someone accepts stamina because my odds of that are higher. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think the gorilla has a 25 in skill, but it's got a 23 in stamina, and I think a 23, 24. I think I wanted to say it's got two 23s. I don't know. All right. I challenge skill. I accept. 25. 25. One to the middle. I retain the attack. 
I challenge stamina. I decline and I challenge aura. I accept. 25. 24. <laughs> nice. Voice. So two of those and that guy. You get the attack. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like, what do you call first? Is it just depends on uh, the character, obviously, but like, do you go to your lowest? Do you go to your highest? Do you mix it up? It's that's quite a gameplay as well. Yeah. That's where I like the bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's why I feel like uh, I think I try and pick up things. I feel like I've picked up a little bit on you, but also it, like because I know for a fact that you mix it up, it's, it's you know, a hit and a miss. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I challenge uh, stamina. Decline. I challenge aura. Uh, decline skill. Except. 25. 25. Nice. So, three of those boys. Oof. It's big. Seems like this one's going to finish pretty quick, actually. <laughs> oh, you never know. You never know. These things spin on a dime. Yeah. Um, I challenge skill. Except. Damn. Yeah. 25. 24. Nice. <laughs> nice. So. Oof. That, that means what? Six skill? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Six, six of those. <laughs> Damn. I'll take the attack. I challenge stamina. I accept. 24. 24. I wasn't calling TTT again. On that, on that <laughs> I, I know. The thing is, I thought that you were going to call it because you could have, but yeah. I know. I know. I challenge skill. I accept. 25. Yeah, see right there. It's got a 223s and a 25. Yeah, two twenty three is one twenty five. Yeah, you, yeah, you win this one, but yeah, that's why I, man, that card scares yeah. me. Yeah, the gorilla is an interesting one. I think when I'm riffing through my deck, I think the only thing that makes sense to me was um, it has at least one twenty five and two twenty three is like the odds of you dying on a twenty three are pretty low. But um, the goal with this one, with any rares that I have, is that hopefully i land on skill or go complete you know total if anything yeah um, so you can at least like call it out if you're the attacker yeah. and if they decline then you can call your ttt or you can defend and then call it out and then decline theirs yeah. and just go total anyhow yeah so, exactly yeah, that's a that's a good idea if you have the 25 right yeah all right your attack uh, hmm I challenge stamina. I'll call the TTT. God damn it. <laughs> 91. 91? Ooh, 91. Let's go. Nice. A tie. <laughs> nice. Whew. 
All three of those go in the middle. Oh, man. My TTT is used up, washed, son. <laughs> wow. All right. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> you retain the attack. Oh. Uh, I challenge Aura. Except. 24. 24. All right. It's getting interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I challenge Aura again. Decline stamina. Decline skill. Decline total. Damn it. 89. <laughs> nice. Oh, geez. See, that, that card, I was, again, I was curious as to do I do TTT. Yeah. Because my thing is, like, hey, even if I go with TTT with this round, it only buys me another round. Right. Because you basically stacked up skill. Yep. You just need one. So it's, yeah, it's a, a, a difficult place to be. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm like, I'm starting to rethink my strategy and even calling the damn TTT on these rares. Yeah. Like, just play them. Just play them out. And then hope, yeah. I don't know. It's it's nice to be able to work through the deck like this, though, too, with another player that actually yeah. like knows what they're doing. That that gorilla is interesting to me. I'm I might put that in the deck just... Instead, yeah, but yours is a rare, which makes more sense. Yeah, so the way because I've gone about it, it is the fact that, again, I don't mind sharing my deck and what I have and what I don't have. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing that I was hoping for, like I said, the ant, I was hoping I had um, either the rare or the core, if anything, but all the high scoring cards that I have in terms of rare, that's what I basically stack up is the 73 Admiral, mm -hmm. the 73 Harpic, the 74 Very Rare Black Cat, um, the 71 Kind Warrior, um, 71 Moth, 75 Rare Persian Cat. Nice. And then 71 Gorilla. Those are, I mean, um, those are great ones to have. And that very yeah. black cat, you just need an epic to round it out. Some yeah, like, I mean, I nice I do have an epic, but it's not the best one. It's the astronaut. It's at seventy. Um, if it was like a really high scoring epic, I could see myself having it in my deck. Um, I did contemplate on whether I'd want to add the Emerald Phoenix as a spec. Yeah, you um, have that card, right? Yeah, that's probably temporarily because I, I do want to move it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Did you pull that? No, um, I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been a lot less expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah. This was one of those spectacular box breaks um, that I was taking part in. Um, so you got, you got to open a Series 1 box. Um, then you got... 
um, uh, spec, and then you got a range of, let's say, rares and core tier ones. Um, so basically, with that kind of buy-in, you got these cards um, in your for that night, if anything. So it was honestly a, a really good night, even though I pulled a core hippo for Series 1, which probably isn't much, to be honest. Yeah, It's probably like a $200 to $50 card, if anything. Um, but I, I do think I, I won in terms of the specs. Um, I got the Phoenix spec, and then I got the rare Black Cat. Um, so I think in the end, I did end up winning. So the, the way, you know, the deck has is created unfortunately i cannot have obviously duplicates of characters so um my thing is like do i go with a very rare black cat do i go with a core i mean a rare black cat um those are good problems to have i'm not complaining but uh it's interesting how you go about it yeah i think the very rare black cat's definitely the the better play yeah my opinion Oh, yeah, I, I think so. I've, I've made the options. Um, I think it makes the most sense. I haven't quite figured out the best way of using it. I think I should just flat out call the TTT um, because I think in the championship, the tournament, I did not use my TTT, um, but I did not even get get to the bottom of the cards. Most of my stack cards are at the bottom. Uh, so that's where, again, luck you know, luck comes, uh, comes into play. Yeah, no. I had my black cat. I had my Harpic, I had my perfect Persian cat, I had all of these in the last few cards. And I was like, ah, what brutal, are the odds? Brutal. I know. <laughs> all right, my friend. Well, thank you for uh, for hopping on and playing some games with me and then chatting it up about cards. Um, is, so what uh, do you know when you're going to do the next flips game or do we just got to stay tuned? Um, I think stay tuned, to be honest. There isn't a specific date when that's going to happen okay um i would say probably two weeks from now or something like that um because josh is uh still going through the uh tournament itself um and then also i think everyone kind of needs a bit of a breather if anything um <laughs> uh, because like you know you're tuning in every night yes. um i i can see why people would probably get exhausted so um yeah uh i think we'll play by the year uh tom also probably has something going on on his end so yeah yeah all right, man. Well, hot Drew out. Hot Drew out. <laughs> hot Drew out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. This is awesome. Thanks again for hosting, and um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I'm going to be sharing it on socials. I'm going to be um, uh, doing you. my best to get it out there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Take care. Peace. You too. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Until next time. May your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious.